Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us RJ Hubert, owner of HBT Digital, and they're a lead generation-focused digital marketing agency. Hey, RJ, welcome to the show. Mark, you're everywhere. Spotify, I get your emails. I love what you're doing. Um, you connect with your audience in a great and real way. So um, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, man, thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to have people you know, in our world. And now you get to be on here sharing your story. So, hey, dude, share with me. Tell me what's going on. Where are you with your business today? And you know, who do you love to work with? Hey, I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the city of champions. And so this digital agency is about to hit four years here. And we focus on working with law firms, HVAC, tech companies, education. So our industries were kind of all spread out, but it's all focused on search engine marketing and social media advertising. So how do we drive new clients and new business to our partners? Okay, sweet. Isn't that what everyone's screaming for these days? Everyone, all these companies like, I need more leads, I need more sales. It's, there is a fucking pandemic going on right now. And everyone says they've got the answer, but everyone seems to be struggling. So what's going on? What's going on from your side of that industry? So, I mean, yes, people need more business, right? Um, or they will die. So um, it's, you know, it's a survival mode. Um I think some some companies are unwilling to invest the money in advertising. Um, and it, it is a challenge. Like we are super focused on our on our niche of like, you know, lead generation using those um, mm. different platforms. So people are maybe unwilling to invest or unsure. Um, and then, of course, they blame or, or complain about why they haven't got what they actually think they want. But isn't it also about doing the right thing, advertising in the right way, spending the right money? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it all comes down to goals, right? Like, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish? So that's kind of one thing that we work with through our our clients is like, do you need immediate leads? You need people calling you like right now. Those HVAC techs, they need those leads right now. Same with the law firms, but like some clients, it's more of a nurturing, it's more of awareness, telling the story. So for one example, is like. One of my clients is the University of Pittsburgh Masters of Quantitative Economics program. So uh-huh. they they tell a story throughout the year, and they really start accepting applications in you know the spring uh, spring year. So like we start our advertising during certain points, we up our budget on certain points. So it's, it really depends if you need action leads now, or if it's like more of a story we can tell and get people through the funnel. 
Nice. Um, and I guess you, what do you prefer to work with? Because those that are like, I'm on fire. I, I need them yesterday. Yesterday, please. Rather than, okay, we have the time we can build. We can do things in the right way. Where's your. So I, sorry, I am actually focused like on conversions and leads. So like, I like that passion, that fire. Hey, we need that phone call today or tomorrow. Um, and then I'll really, I'll really steer them probably to Google ads is like, look, that's like the immediate thing. When people go there, they're looking for something. They have high intent. A search ad will bring you right up top right away. So um, mm. it depends on the goals, but like, I work, I like working with the people that are like, I need leads today. Mm. You know this show, we talk about like the psychology, the, the, the human behavior, the thoughts behind all the dumb stuff that we do as business owners. But what do, from that perspective, what do you find that time and time again, your clients, you have to help them to maybe work through or overcome so that they can actually you know, work with you well? Because we all come with baggage and a lot of people come with baggage of past agencies or joking about offline. If you go to a massive agency, you sort of maybe pass around, you don't know who's working on your stuff and you can't build that relationship so what do you have to help your clients to overcome or work through or get over to have a great relationship with you you wouldn't believe how many times i hear oh i was working with my agency for two years and i've had five different account managers and the one was really great but now the one i have now sucks and it's like i hear that story time and time again um i mean the great thing about working with like a smaller agency yes mm. we probably do need your business Whereas these large clients, they can, you know, take clients or lose clients all day, every day. It really doesn't matter to them. Um, but when you're working with a smaller agency, like we put that dedicated focus onto you. And I believe that we deliver better quality, better services uh, because you're not really going to get passed around. You're going to work with like the, a core group of people. Mm. I guess that consistency, that relationship and knowledge, that counts for an awful lot as you change as you work on things because things don't work straight away overnight well i mean relationships matter so much in business it's like who do you like to work with who do you want to talk to i love the clients like we don't even talk business for 90 percent of it it's just like hey how's your family would you do this weekend take any cool trips and it's like you develop those bonds and you kind of let the work speak for itself if they're getting leads and they're happy that's a great place to be. And we can just develop those relationships. And that's the most rewarding for me. Like, I want to get to know you, Mark. I want to get to know Katie. I want to get to know my clients um, because that's the most fulfilling part of it for me is like delivering great service, making great relationships. And I think that's why like we've really reduced churn in our four years. Like the first couple of years, there was churn. And I think that's pretty common among new business owners and new agency owners is like you're figuring it out as you go you're trying things um you're you taking know, maybe... all the wrong clients because you, you think you need to you're making all those mistakes right oh man one one of my early clients uh yeah it was a high heel it was something about high heels and like a, a heel protector um I, i'm not gonna talk smack on them they were great people great clients but like it wasn't a really a great fit you know when they're selling $10 items. Like I I'm looking for like the companies and organizations that sell $30,000 pieces of technology software or mm. things like that. Or, you know, these law firm clients, they settle cases for 10 to $50,000 and those leads really impact the bottom line. So, you know, that's just kind of where I've been in my journey. <laughs> Nicely done. So what was it that prompted you to say, yeah, this, 
this is my line of work. This is my passion. This is what I want to be doing. What was it? You know, I wanted to be the best at um, Google ads and like search engine marketing and social media ads. When I first kicked it off, yeah, I'll build you a website. I'll do your email marketing. Oh, you want organic social media and me to post three times a week? Yeah, I'll do that. But what I found was like, I wasn't creative. I wasn't a designer. I, um, I wasn't coming up with like super creative ways to tell a story and how Mm -hmm. that differs from search engine marketing is like, it's more research. It's more analytical. You're looking at numbers. You're looking at what people are actually searching for. Uh, And that really just, I kind of gravitated towards that because like, that was kind of my stronger suit. I'm not like, this is not a creative full service agency. We do Mm -hmm. what we're best at and we'll let the creative guys do what they do. I love that. Nice. So your journey, as you've gone through to you know building you said it's four years old it's like fucking that's, that's a great mile that's nothing that's scratching the surface it's, it's amazing because so many people won't get to that point it's tough this journey as entrepreneur it it is so tough you say now your your family is starting to grow you're right at the, the early point it's like fuck you're now juggling everything so when you those first those early years what was it that where were the biggest struggles for you during those those few years? So um, I launched mid-19 and then up oh, 20 comes and what comes in 20 coronavirus. So that was like a huge challenge for me. But I grew, I've grown every year. Um, and actually from like 20 to 21, I grew over 125%. And like it just, it just keeps stacking. And so that's a testament, I think, to my relationships to networking and strategic partners. Um, when I was first getting started, I didn't have strategic partners. Um, now I work with other agencies who they might be the creative agency. They may be the web developers. And if they need that lead gen specialist, that PPC special, specialist, that's where I come in. And now I'm referring out work that I don't do. So like, it's kind of a give and take. Um, you get those partners, you build trust. You're starting to get leads and referrals from like all different ways. And that was kind of the biggest change from like launching because you don't really have those coming through. You're kind of just working on your network. Like that's how I got my first clients was like, you know, my network, calling up people, talking to people, telling them about the biz. And now I'm getting leads kicked around every different way. Love that. Again, you keep mentioning it's about relationships. It's about. Oh, yeah. And let's focus on that for a minute then, because it's huh, it's easy people saying, oh, you just need to build the relationships. You need to be out. They need to be seen. You also need to be making the money and getting the deals come through. So there is a, a lot of you know, the long process rather than direct sales. Um, it's so long. And um, yeah. And so like big props to my wife, Taylor, like she she's held down the corporate job. So like it wasn't like necessarily struggle city. You know, we we had her steady thing going. And also, like, I had a corporate job and I was kind of building this on the side, too. So, like, there are ways to do it that make sense. Nice. And with that, I think being authentic, being yourself to this process, it's it's crucial. And it's easy to say that. Sometimes it's hard to actually do because you you maybe you're led, you're trying to be someone that you're not. But I guess you've sort of found your rhythm throughout where you can just be be yourself it works better so what where was it with your journey that you found your your stride and your rhythm as like ah oh, this this feels a bit easier there's less tension there's less resistance it's night and day when 
you say, this is all I focus on. This is all I do. I only run this digital marketing agency. I don't have another hustle. I don't have another day job. I don't have, uh, before I did have 5K races that I put on, I was a race director in Tampa, Florida, did that for 10 years on the side. Um, and once I kind of put that stake in the ground saying, this is all I do. I don't do anything else. This has all my focus. I think that's kind of like that mind shift change of like, mm. you know, this can go anywhere. I mean, what do you think, Mark? I mean, are, do you have other kind of distractions business wise? Or I mean, are you, you and Katie like all in on this? I think everyone has distractions. This is the universe. The distractions come out of the woodwork to try and slow you down. The more you do, the more comes your way. So with us, yeah, we have distractions. There is so much we can do. You asked me earlier, it's like, yeah, where's all your YouTube? I'm like, no, we didn't focus on that. We know where we go. We know our strategy. We know exactly how to show up right now. We know what's going to push us over the edge. So yeah, we can do everything, but, and would it help us? Of course it would. But it, will it take away from something else? Possibly. So there is that way of just looking at, you know, what are we doing? Where are we going? You say focus. Focus is key. Without focus, we're you're all over the place, right? So when you found your focus, to know exactly, okay, here is this is this is what I do. Oh yeah, we do nothing else. It's easier, but there must have been that feeling inside you, like with most entrepreneurs, that oh, if I only reduce down to this, I'm getting rid of some potential. And there's oh, yeah. how to release that 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 tension. What was it like for you to? maybe experience that, but still do it anyway. You know, I've had those thoughts of like, should I add SEO services? Should I try to sell video services? And it's like, I can have those discussions with a, a prospect or a client, but ultimately I think they'll get better service and better results if I refer those out. Um, when you say like, this is all I do, I'm going to be the best at it. You know, I think that, People like that. People want to hear that. You know, they don't want to work with, oh yeah, we sort of do that. Yeah, we we kind of do that. We can we can make it happen. They want to be like they want to work with like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. This is me. This is what I do. So we always say like focus is is it's the first step. It's always the first step, whether it's you know what you do in business or what you're doing in this day. I mean, we were chatting offline about oh, here's here's where things are right now. I mean, you got you got one small kid, you've got one more on the way. And you're trying to balance the work. It's it's tough, and that focus can be fractured so so easily. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, you know, I was mentioning. So to, you know, I'm a Monday through Friday. This is open what eight eight to five, give or take, right? But also, I have to pick up my daughter at daycare at three thirty on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that just takes me out of the workday. Takes me out of that primary focus. And sure, I come back to it at night. I come back to it on weekends, but you know, it's it's a challenge, right? It's a challenge that we deal with. And I'm I'm still struggling with it. I haven't found that out. And then, you know, my child, my next child is due in September. And it's like, how do I handle that? What's gonna happen? Uh, now I have another more responsibilities and I'm getting more clients, my business is growing. You know, how do I balance that? And it's a challenge, you know. I have a great partner in Taylor, so she helps make it make it happen. Yeah, but yeah, you know, again, this show we talk about, you know, we go behind the scenes, talking about you know from the business owner's perspective. So for you, 
try and juggle these things. How is that impacting you personally? What is it like for you going through this? Well, uh, my physical fitness has taken a crash. Um, you know, I pride, pride my, myself on being a runner, being, you know, relatively fit. And then you become a new mm. dad, more responsibilities. You don't have the time to just go out for a run. And now maybe you want quicker meals. So you're eating a little bit worse and now you're not feeling great. And so it, it's a, it's a cycle that I'm going with and, and dealing with. And it's a, it's a challenge. What's holding you back from trying to break that? What is it that you, maybe you, we all know what we should be doing. It's just so fucking tough sometimes to actually do it. So with your growth, what is it that you're like, yeah, hands up. I know I should do this. I just can't. Oh, here, get up early and do it. Oh, Hey, RJ, why don't you just get up at 6am and go for a run before your kid goes, gets awake and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, I'm not a morning person and uh, I struggle to get out of bed. So, I mean, that's just one small, small thing, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what you need to do, but you don't do it. Mm. And maybe that's because maybe it's a little bit of complacency. Maybe it's like, I'm okay with where things are at. Yes. I would like this. I would like that. I would like this, but um, I don't know what, what kind of challenges right now do you think you face? can you get up in the morning at 6 a.m and go for a run it's well let's bring it back into the focus i mean focus is always a key especially for a business owner um one of the biggest things is how to be able to keep retraining your focus that's why meditation is such a great tool it can be used for multiple different areas um katie and i were just chatting this morning about focus and it's like okay meditation my first meditation of the day is about bring my thoughts back in because i know you wake up in the morning your cortisol is naturally high it has to be what fucking wakes you up but when then you have the thoughts of um anything negative or concerns or worries that added on tapping into that cortisol oh my gosh you can go off on a tangent so having that refocus and it's training ourselves to do these things and it's i think it's one step at a time so saying that you're not a morning person, dude, I know what you mean. I'm, I have never seen myself as a morning person. I like to wake up naturally. Then I feel I have clarity. I have space. And then fuck, I can see so much more. I understand much more. Not much gets to me. But if you're always feel like you're behind, and I guess that's what maybe plays into where you are right now, feeling like you're behind, there's not quite enough time. I know what I should do, but you can feel the world just sort of, Ooh, around you close in so is that kind of where you are as well is that what you're kind of experiencing yeah and then you have as the solopreneur you have all of these tasks that may not be like necessarily an a like you got to get done right now but like things that would move the, the business forward that kind of keep getting pushed because you know maybe you lack the motivation or the focus or the clarity and you're getting pulled in different directions and now you got to go pick up your kid from daycare and you're not doing all the blogs that you should be doing or videos and all right um come back then riddle me this what are you avoiding everything <laughs> <laughs> okay dude i love no. your honesty yep so uh, i'm avoiding, you know, fucking I'm avoiding everything. eating right I'm, uh, you know avoiding you know not not drinking too much or you know anything um it's just like you I think a lot of people have this idealized version of your life and where you should be and you should be doing this and 
ABC, you should be killing it. Maybe it's alpha all the time or just super strong, but like, we're not always like that, you know, and negativity creeps in doubt. You push things off, then stacks up. And then it's like, you're in this holding pattern of like, maybe not getting things done. All right. Well, just double tap on that then. So what, what are those things that do push you back? What are those things that do impact you, whether it's personal, professional, that has a knock-on effect to you personally? And of course, then that has another impact with what you're able to do, when you're able to do it. So when I have a new business development chat, when I have, when I close a new client, I get this renewed passion, renewed like sense of urgency, like, wow, this is actually happening. People are responding to what I'm doing. And it just, that's kind of like the motivation for me um, personally is like when, when I see like the business is actually doing what it's supposed to be doing. Okay. But what is the, what are the things that negatively impact you? What are the scenarios that happen? Is it just the opposite? It's like when you don't get a sale, when you don't have new clients coming through. Yeah. When like, I don't have oh new my gosh, what's, in. what's the point? Yeah. When nobody signs that uh, proposal, like, um, yeah, when I get, when I just avoid doing the tasks on my to-do list and they just climb up and then I start avoiding other things that I should be doing in my life. And it's just like, it, it compounds. What I find is like a small action can actually advance you. And, and I, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but like, even if I clean up my desk, right. And clear all of the clutter off, that will actually push me forward. Uh, because when it's, everything's cluttered, it just, I don't know. It makes, it drives me crazy. So I think that's maybe a, a thing for my life is like declutter, take an action, do. And a lot of times I don't do. And I think that's one thing that holds me back. Yeah. I think we, we have a, all of us humans have this superpower to overcomplicate fucking everything. And you, you probably know what you need to do. I mean, you can, you probably know the, the steps you can be taken, the improvements you can get to, you know, you talk you do lead generation but to follow up with your leads to actually push your clients across into being you know long-term renewals all this stuff but as a solopreneur it's all on you it's so tough so rather than keep going around in the circles of you know, okay we, we know it's, it's fucking hard we we know that what do you want what do you actually want yeah so um I want my wife to be able to stay home with the kids and raise the kids and take care of that. Um, I know she has other ambitions, uh, but I want her to have the option. I, so I want to have an. That's what I want. I, I want. I want the business to generate enough income to cover the expenses of our family and let her raise kids if she wants to do that. Nice. How close are you to that? Pretty close. Pretty close? Pretty close, yeah. Sweet. How can you keep on going? What's stopping you from actually getting over that line? So I'm at the point now where it's like, okay, I have an accountant that I work with. I have a couple campaigns, freelancers that I work with. Um, I'm getting my website redone, logo refresh. And it's like, I'm bringing key partners on. I went from an LLC to an S Corp. So mm. I'm going to save money in taxes. And it's like, all these little steps are improving my business and I'm getting to the point where it's like, I don't have to do everything now. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at now. 
So you're that beautiful place where the solopreneur starts to become the, the CEO. So you're almost changing your identity in this process. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I'm still doing 95% of everything, but it's like, I'm letting go. I'm starting to let go of things. And I've brought freelancers on. I've let freelancers go because they didn't live up to the standards. Um, but yeah, hiring, bringing on people, you know, um, I've had conversations with other, you know, sales and business development people to maybe handle that portion of the business where maybe I just come in and close deals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But starting to become something bigger than just that small solopreneur agency, like a perfect world, this would be probably five to seven to 10 people business. Um, I'm not looking for the 20 person agency. I don't want to oversee that many people. I don't want a hundred clients. I want 20 clients that all we're doing is their lead gen. They're paying a really nice monthly recurring fee and everything is great. So what's stopping you right now from having that structure? What is the hardest thing about evolving yourself and also taking the steps to bring on those people that maybe, maybe you know who you should bring on next. Maybe it's like, I'm actually not quite sure. And that's why you have a, a rough idea of what the business could look like, but there's maybe too many different options. And it's well, and it's also like I can't do everything all at once. Like it's almost like you know, going from the LLC to S corp to now I'm an employee and I'm setting up payroll. And it's just like that was a process that was really slow for me because I tried to do everything myself and there were some hiccups along the way. Um, it's just a learning thing, right? Through this learning curve, what is it? Where are where's where's you in this? Because there's an awful lot of trying to get the new people on board. There's, you know what you're trying to achieve. Where is your evolution? Where is a point where, where are you finding resistance? Uh, I mean, that's a great question. I, I, I'm not really sure. Um, you know, I'm just trying, my struggle right now is just like figuring out home life mixed with business because the mm -hmm. baby is still so new. I mean, even though she's 18 months, I'm expecting a second kid. So I have a hundred year old house too, that needs a lot of improvement. So, I mean, there's just like a lot of things I think that compound on my shoulders that mm -hmm. slow me down to where I want to go, but I'm making yeah. these steps in the right direction and I am doing and making improvements to get there. But it's just like this, this stuff's not going to happen overnight. So what, what happens for you when all these things do come on? Like there's house stuff, there's family stuff, work challenges. When all these things hit together, because they always fucking land at the same time. How does that impact you? Can you say that a different way? Yeah. What happens to you? What, 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 are you, what are you thinking? What are you doing? How does it change how you show up, who you are? Well, I mean, it's always, I mean, it's, it's family first, then it's my clients, right? I have to deliver for my clients. I, ha I have to keep my clients. I can't churn. And then it's like, okay, well, with this limited time that I have left, now I have to make home improvements before the second baby comes. So it's like, and there's not, you know, 24 hours. I mean, there's 24 hours in a day, but it's like, you can't do everything. And then I'm trying to balance like my own health and wellness. And so just like, as a solo guy, yeah, I'm juggling. And it's like, I'm starting, I went from, you know, six balls in the air. So now I'm like giving the accountant, it's freelancers. Now I have five. So now I'm almost to the place where I'm juggling three balls 
but I'm not quite there yet. So, right. but who's got every the, who's got the next ball? Who is getting the next ball? So it can free because it sounds like for you, it it is just I just need a bit more time. I need a bit more space. I need to better hold my focus. So where where's the next ball? The next ball is uh, I want you know a sales biz dev guy guy or gal to come in and and you know be able to like start that proposal process the relationship process um and that would free me up to do other things nice what's holding you back from that what's stopping you from getting that done this week next week oh man well, i i have a person in mind but he doesn't think he can start for a couple months but uh so what's up from today getting that um time to dedicate to actually finding that right person to getting them in my system and getting them set up with the email and getting them in HubSpot. It's like, okay, I don't really have the hours to dedicate and find right now. So it's like, it gets pushed. Yeah, man. So they went back to avoiding. So it's funny. I mean, just breaking this down, it sounds so obvious. Logically, it's like, so you haven't got the time to bring someone on that's going to free up your time. Oh my gosh. I mean, that cycle, everyone at home is probably nodding around away saying, yeah, yeah, I remember that or I'm going through that right now. Maybe at some place we're all going through that in some area of our, of our life, but it's crazy when you think about it, but it's such a, a cycle that is, it just keeps itself there. There needs something that needs that motivation, needs that drive to be able to push yourself through it because you can justify and find all the reasons why, oh, I found the right guy, but they can't start for a while. And then we're back into that comfort zone. Yeah, 100%. And so that's almost a, like that uh, complacency. It's like things are pretty good right now with my agency. Like I have awesome clients um, and it's not like I'm necessarily super struggling, but I see all these areas of opportunity. And since maybe there's no like immediate, immediate pressing for me to get something done, that's probably why it gets pushed. Okay. So what do you, what do you need? What do you need to be able to make a shift because you ain't got a boss. You are the boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back against the wall. I can't breathe. I haven't signed any clients for months on end. That's what I need <laughs> to, to really maybe put, put me in focus and really drive action. Okay. So how can you, how can you leverage that side of you? If you, you know yourself, you know what you avoid, you know what you're good at, you know what you're bad at, you know what you suck at, you know what you're, where your skills are best used how can you leverage that side of you it's like yeah i need to scrap my way out until that i become a bit more comfortable how can we i know change the environment to be able to put you there lovingly without stressing you the fuck out yeah <laughs> i mean this this conversation is really enlightening and i think you've asked a lot of the right questions right <laughs> and now i'm uncomfortable because it's like oh my gosh you know, I should be doing so much more. And why aren't I doing it? And it's like, I don't know. It's like the hunger. Where's that hunger been? Where's that hunger when I was 20 and 30? Now I'm 40. Got the kids. I got a comfortable living. I got a thriving business. Yeah. Um, where's the hunger? I need, I need to get back to that hunger. Find that hunger. Find that fear. Find what's the hunger of fear. None the second kid is actually drumming that up a little bit. It's like, all right, got the other kid to provide for. Um, is it private school? I don't know, but oh my God. There we go. 
Beautiful. Oh, look, this is we could riff on this for hours. This has been so much fun. Well, it's been fun for me. I think it's been uncomfortable for you, but it's so much fun to see <laughs> you just processing and thinking and having the hard questions and actually actually answering them. I was trying to be real and honest, man. Dude, well, thank you. So gotta be. I, you know, I think people want to work with people that are real and honest. You don't want to be work, working with the, the fake person who's oh. lying. Yeah, everything's okay. Everything's great. Well, because they're all lying. I mean, th- th- we know this from the podcast. So many people uh, that we speak to, they show one side of themselves online. And it's like, they're not that person in reality. There is that level of authenticity that's... Um, it's it's so important. So to hear this side of you, what you're saying is what every other person has been through in some iteration or another. No one's immune to this. We shall hold us and be like, yeah, we're all fucking struggling in some way. Cool. Back to what you first started. It's about relationships. It's about communication. It's about building those bonds and being like, you know, here's where we're going. Here's what we do. You want to come with us? Awesome. Let's have some fun along the way. Kind of the point. So, hey, look, RJ. I hope you get your your fights, your hunger, your desire, and yeah, grow your business into obviously what you've done in the last four years has been fantastic as you've grown to those next levels. It's going to be, it's scary. It's exciting. It's not going to be comfortable, but oh my gosh, look at what you're building. Look at what you're building it for. Kind of the point, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's so rewarding too. Like something you've grown from like an idea to like, people are paying me money monthly to do this and it's like it's cool <laughs> who would have thought no oh my gosh i have no boss <laughs> nice love that hey if you want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do where can they find you my website is hbtdigital.com um on insta hbtdigitalconsulting.com and uh yeah i mean thanks for this opportunity Hey, man, you're so, so welcome. Well, everyone, if you're curious or like, yeah, I, I need my help here, go check it out. And there's lots of free material on there. Um, and RJ, thanks again for sharing your business and also behind the scenes. It's fascinating. Mark, I love this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.